Okay, I think we are live. Let's just wait for it to prepare the live stream before I do the whole introduction. But last time when I thought it was preparing this, it, we were actually live. So <laughs> I got the notification. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Divi Chat. We are super excited to be here. We are on the every other week schedule. And so uh, today is... Uh, yeah, the week that we are on, <laughs> obviously. Um, super excited. We have uh, a really fun episode. We're talking about Divi 4.0, our first impressions and thoughts, and uh, really excited to hear what our live um, live chat visitors, uh, what their thoughts are as well. So before we dive in, let's introduce our fabulous panelists. And so first up all the way from Australia, Sarah Oates. Hey guys, Sarah Oates here from Endure Web Studios. Um, now Divi Chat is at 9am, which is fabulous and so exciting Ooh. for so many of us. And I hope that it'll mean more Australians can hop along now that they're not in the middle of getting ready for the morning. So you can catch me at Endure Web on the socials or endure.com.au. Awesome. Super glad you're here. Hey, Leslie. Hi, um, I'm Leslie Burnell in Texas. USA, and I am a designer and a web designer um, in Texas. Yeah, what I was going to say. <laughs> you can find me at a girl in her Mac design and on the socials at a girl in her Mac. Awesome. Glad to have you here. And my name is Tim Streifler, broadcasting from Southern California, previously from the Texas area, not too far from Leslie. Um, and you can find me online at divilife.com for my Divi products and tutorials, timstrafter.com, that's my client services, and then WP Gears uh, Divi course. So um, as I mentioned, we are talking about Divi 4.0, which came out, what, was like two weeks ago now? Two and a half weeks ago, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah it's, time's flying by. And I feel like Divi 4.0 is like the biggest anticipated release in a long time, if not ever, because it was the um, highly requested theme builder for Divi. And so really quick, in case maybe you haven't uh, heard the news or kind of seen it, um, basically what a theme builder is, is it allows you to use the Divi builder in uh, previous places, in places where you previously weren't able to. So for example, you can build a custom header a custom footer using the Divi Builder. You can build custom product pages, custom archive pages, custom 404 pages, all using the Divi Builder. And the Theme Builder gives you that functionality to assign them and set conditional logic and, and stuff like that. So it's very, very powerful, but it can be a little bit tricky too. And so, um, yeah, we kind of wanted to have an episode kind of dedicated to the release of Divi 4.0 and kind of give our first impressions and uh, maybe some things that... Uh, we wish were there that aren't there yet, or, or maybe some things that we've been really excited about. So um, who wants to jump in first? And, and by you the way, while, while you guys are fighting over it, I will say for our um, awesome, uh, consistent, uh, I keep wanting to say panelists, live viewers that are in the live chat with us, uh, we love to hear your thoughts, what you guys have yeah. experienced, maybe some tips, maybe some uh, some setbacks or, or whatnot. Um, and yeah, the, the live uh, guests here really help make Divi chat. Um, There's lots that. of people saying lots of hellos. So hello Yay. back to all of you. Yes. Hello. Well, I'll, I don't mind going first because I'm probably the least experienced with the visual builder. 
Um, I hopped on today as I don't, well, for those who don't know, I'm a classic builder user, um, have been for <laughs> the beginning. Um, but I hopped on today for, um, a couple hours and just kind of played around. Um, I, I had like a demo site where I started a redesign that I haven't really finished up. And so it was a pretty blank site. I just had some posts on there and I put it at, um, seven PHP 7.3.9 and it ran really smooth. I got to say, because in the past I've said nice. the reason, one of the reasons I don't use this because I feel it like kind of clunky and buggy. Um, and I didn't get that today. It was pretty smooth. Um, so I started with some of the, um, I think it was the podcast template pack. Um, and my, my real interest was looking at the cat building category pages. Cause I know probably everybody knows, you know, you've had to like use a child theme and get a hook in there to make your own stuff for yeah. 404 and archives and all that, or, or buy an injector or something. Um, so I was really interested in looking at that and I didn't figure it out right away. Like I, I didn't even realize they had to go to the theme, um, builder in the little sidebar. So I was like, how do I do it? Where do I set the page template? Um, but then I just looked on elegant theme, elegant themes blog and Jason champagne wrote a pretty thorough tutorial yeah. on how to do it. So I was like, oh, okay, there we go. So, um, so yeah, definitely go to the blog if you're kind of new, like me to the theme builder or even just to Divi, just to kind of help figure it out. Um, but yeah, I was, uh. I didn't hate it. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. I, my client sites that I've updated, they're on 4.0.4. I haven't done the 0.5 yet. Um, I've had no issues with any breakage or anything. Now I haven't really gone in. Most of my clients don't need a lot of changes. So um, I can't speak to if there's, I didn't really do any editing yet, but as far as updating and checking that everything's working fine, everything was. Um, so yeah, everything. Pretty awesome. and, and <laughs> maybe i'll convert i don't know <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> that's what i've heard uh with 4.0 is there wasn't a lot of uh like stuff breaking for the most part of course there's always going to be because what people don't realize is with divi 4.0 they also fixed a ton of bugs that are kind of unrelated to the theme builder and whenever you're fixing bugs naturally what happens with software development is you create new bugs yeah. um <laughs> but because like what i like about 4.0 and leslie you kind of alluded to it like you had to look for it and you had to go to the documentation to figure out where it was and that's kind of the beauty about 4.0 it's like you're not we're not forced to use anything um it's almost yeah. like a separate feature a separate area so if you want to keep using the Divi the way you're familiar with, you don't care about the theme builder, you don't care about custom headers and uh, uh, category archive pages, whatever. Well, you can keep using Divi the same as you did in the three point whatever. Um, and it'll continue being the same way. It's just the theme builders, extra functionality and power for those that want to take Divi further. What about you, Sarah? Yeah. What were your um, So I started about a week ago. So I generally have a general policy that I don't update old sites unless it's a security thing for a little while. But whatever I'm building, I build on the current version just as a way of kind of me keeping up with what's going on yeah. and seeing bugs. And because it doesn't matter if it's buggy when you're right. building. Um, and so it kind of gives me about, you know, between two and four weeks to see how things are going. And then, you know, so I'm building two sites at the moment. And I actually had another site that came to me and said they wanted to add some search functionality. And so as a part of that, they had this really long menu. And I was like, oh, I just invoked Siri. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so as a part of that, I... Um, they needed a custom header. And I was like, this is the perfect time to try it. I did put it in staging 
and I went and I did like all the things and I thought I had kind of got it all working and I don't know, something just didn't work very well on that particular example and it was an early version of 4.0. So anyway, I ended up reverting it and not going ahead with that one because <laughs> um, it was all a bit too scary and the, the site was a big one and I just didn't want to have to deal with that. Um, but I will say my first impressions are really good. Like aside from this buggy thing that was happening um, and aside from, I don't know if you guys have come across the issue, but when you, I use the right click and then like save module quite a lot. I don't know if you guys use that at all, but I use that, that action quite a lot, right click, save section, right click, save, whatever. And I have had bug, 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 bug on the new one. And I'm not on four. I didn't know there was a point four, So I'm not on the current one and maybe they've fixed that, but that has crashed pages that I've been working on <laughs> multiple times. And so I've been saving very frequently um, since then. And it just seems like it's these tiny little things, but I love, I love the idea. Like the whole, I think my overall point of view is it's fabulous. It's a little buggy but it's going to be fabulous. And the, what it opens up for us, like I played around with making the custom search page cause I was doing it for these guys and it was fabulous. Like the idea of being able to, and I just set it for like all archives or whatever, just with the same thing, it, it had the header and then it, it just kind of came up. It looked beautiful. I could style it. It was super simple. Like I loved it. I thought it was, you know, something that we haven't had before and I was really excited about it. This header caused me problems that then caused problems on the whole site and I couldn't use it, but that could have just been some other conflict with some other thing. So I don't want to label that therefore that's the problem. Um, the one, uh, I'll come back to it later, but I do have one really, really big gripe that I will come back to later, but my <laughs> essential first impressions uh, it's super cool. Like the idea of being able to do custom and global that straight away you can say, okay, I just want this globally, do global footer, global header for most people. That's all they'll do. Or maybe yeah. they'll just do a footer, like even just being able to do a custom global footer for most people in Divi, that's going to be revolutionary. And all of yeah. a sudden you <laughs> reduce the need to add another plugin. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's fabulous. So, and that is flawless so far. Like adding a custom header, custom footer, if that's all you do, I haven't seen any bugs at all. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, looking at the, some of the comments from our live viewers here, uh, Josh Collier mentioning the user inter interface is uh, the best he's seen. Um, everyone seems to be very positive, which is kind of the overall consensus that I've seen in like the Divi Facebook groups and blog comments, stuff like that. I feel like one, one big gripe that, that people have had that keeps coming up again. I did a tutorial on Divi life and a bunch of other people have done similar or uh, the like tutorials um, is making a fixed or sticky header because that's something that in the previous header or the default yeah, header, we'll call it built in. It's just built in. Exactly. And Why so the hell didn't they add a button? Like, hello. <laughs> yeah. And well, the reason, the reason why is because rather than them just replicating what was there, they wanted to make the feature more robust. And so they're adding a option to make any section row or module sticky with oh, other nice. controls as well. So, right. with the so are you saying that you now you can build your menu with the builder, but now there's no button to make it fixed? There's no Correct. default way to make it. Oh, fixed to the, okay. To I didn't top. know that. And on top of that, there is now not as many options for your header. 
So was you that suddenly the big have, yes, yeah. you suddenly have lost. Like I love my favorite one is where you just have like the three little things and then it like brings it in from the side. Yeah, and it looks beautiful. I just think it is the funkiest little Oh, the and, oh okay. Yes, I you, mean. you can't do that anymore. So if you want to do a custom header, all of a sudden you are stuck with literally just the like across and the one where it's in the middle, like the icon is in the middle. That's like, you've got like well, three I'll options I'll play devil's advocate and just say that for UX, those suck, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know they do, but they're like really pretty I know, yeah, and I really they, like yeah. them. And you can, the change right the client, little, yeah. <laughs> you can change the little lines to like say menu or whatever you want. But yeah, yeah. anyway, so that, that like they reduced, they like they added this whole amazing thing and, and somehow, away. like, I don't understand why those things didn't get added in. Like, there's other new things that got added in, like, uh, for the archive pages when you can, like, you can do header for this page and then you can do, like, posts for this page. That stuff is genius. Like, that stuff makes well, it incredible. Why on earth wouldn't you bring this I in wonder well? if they I plan to it. bring them back because I know in, there was a post in uh, the Elegance in the Facebook group um and someone was griping about something and nick had i don't remember what it was exactly but nick had said you know that there are still features to be added yeah. so i yeah. wonder if that might be something like maybe right now it's a little bit you too would think it would leave have those in. to yeah yeah i think they wanted to to get it out there um and it so I've been doing a couple of 4.0 tutorials and stuff. And some people, I mean, these same types of complaints keep coming up. And the way I've kind of described it, uh, responding to people is it's kind of like they had to take two steps back in order to eventually take 10 steps forward. And so yeah. while- Which I get, like I'm yeah. okay with that. It just means we're going to have to hold off on some of the sites we would have jumped to 4.0. Like there's some sites that I would have right. quickly gone to it that now I'm like, well, I'm just going to wait a bit longer because it's not worth it because I can't have this functionality, you know, it yeah, it's like stops a, me from doing what I want. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I was just at WordCamp US, uh, shout out. Here's my uh, St. Louis shirt. <laughs> I was telling Leslie, I'm, I'm wearing it more out of necessity uh, because after traveling, <laughs> like the, it being at the end of the laundry cycle, um, but also wanted to represent shout out to John Cooper, uh, who's in the live chat now. I got to hang out with him there. So that was awesome seeing him nice. in person awesome. again. Um, and then a couple other Divi chatters as well. I got to meet in person. Um, but yeah, so, uh, got to hang out with the elegant themes guys, um, Nick and Kenny, Mitch, Nathan, uh, Raquel. And so Kenny, I heard him mention that they know that the header current header module is very limited and they have like full plans on building out those features and stuff. And so, um, you know, it's funny cause people will, will say certain things as if elegant themes doesn't already know that. And so, like, <laughs> like, I promise you, they're, they're 10 steps ahead. Like they already know what they want to do, what they want to accomplish, but, um, you know, they're, they're trying I think to balance. For me, it was just one of those, like, I was literally shocked that they had not touched the header element, like the header module. I was literally, I was looking for like, oh, they must have like a new header mo module or something or like, you know, or they must have enhanced it. And it was literally as it has been forever. And that for me was just like, oh, like <laughs> I, I get that it might be coming and that's great. But it just was, a sh uh, that was my biggest yeah. kind of like initial, like, 
Well, oh, after I don't, all this I don't time, understand. I think everybody's expectations are so across the gamut of what it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, except like maybe for people like me who don't use the visual builder. So we're just like, whatever comes up. But um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And, and um, I think what they were focused on getting right for this first release was the core functionality of the theme builder and the interface for assigning, you know, the different areas and stuff, which for, for that, they've done a phenomenal job. Yeah. Um, and I've heard people that like, um, you know, some of the YouTubers that aren't specifically Divi mentioned that Divi's theme builder interface is by far the easiest to understand and the prettiest yeah. to look at. It's super to- cool. And yeah. I mean, at some point, I will, we can bring it up now, but um, a lot of people might've used, um, uh, what's it called? Page Builder Everywhere. So Page Builder Everywhere is a plugin that basically did this functionality for a lot of us as a third-party um, resource kind of thing. Um, but I, and I love Page Builder Everywhere and it does things, we will talk about this, but like it does do more than what the new builder does. So it is actually necess- necessary aside from what the new um, thing can do. I must say Siri a lot in the way I talk. She's <laughs> like bang, bang, bang. And um, I'll have to work out how to turn her off for next week. Um, so, but what I, ha- what I did notice was I actually think um, Divi's new version of explaining like, where's this going to go? I actually think it's better. Like, I think it, it is really flawless, really easy to understand. It, it makes a lot of sense. Like this is global. This is not global. This is just for this page. I think they did a really good job at making it super intuitive, especially for people who've never used something like Page Builder Everywhere. But even if you have, it's not going to be a problem to switch over either. Um, and if all you're using Page Builder Everywhere for is the header and footer, I don't think you need to like remove it just because this new thing's come out. But if you were going to add it from the beginning, I think you would use this instead of Page Builder Everywhere. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Page Builder Everywhere is awesome. And I um, hats off to plugins like Page Builder Everywhere by Divi Space and some of the other plugins that, uh, you know, did similar things or, you know, created custom yeah. headers and stuff because they filled a gap that was yeah, there for a long time. For all this time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so like, you know, and, and as a third party product creator myself, we all know when we create products, we know that at some point in the future, they might become obsolete yeah. when Divi adds in core features. And it's just kind yeah, of like, like right back in the beginning, David and Corey had that footer one. Like that was almost mm-hmm. one of the first ones, right? Where all uh-huh. of a sudden you could write your own footer text. And we were right. like, <laughs> the copyright test. yeah. And then Divi built it in and we were like, oh, sorry guys, we're going to use like what's in Divi. But they just came out with something new and yeah. these guys are going to continue to fill the gaps. And like I said, Page Builder Everywhere actually still does things that the new Divi stuff doesn't do. So it's not like they're completely out of the market either. But how nice is it that they're the ones who are filling the gap for us? We needed it. We couldn't have done it without them. And they've encouraged Divi to head down that track because Divi can clearly, or Elegant Themes can clearly see that it's required. Like people want it. I'm sure Elegant Themes has torn apart some of these third-party plugins, you know, to help. (laughs) Yeah. figure out what they're going to put in. Yeah, for sure. So John just asked a really interesting question. He just said, uh, John Williams in the chat, would you think that page builder 4.0, Divi 4.0 makes it easier for newbies to adopt Divi? Uh, yes. Make it less. I, would, I would say it's because- a much more, much more incentive. Cause I, I know when people were coming in and I mean, I talk about the Facebook groups a lot, cause that's where a lot of the 
people go for support other than the uh, official. But um, there's like certain pain points that have always been there. The header mm -hmm. category pages, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. And I was gonna say, we go Sarah. <laughs> That's, that's yeah. exactly it though right like yeah. and most people were saying and a lot of people went to elementor purely because you could customize the header and so yeah. i okay. think for newbies there's going to be a really big market for uh people to create templates for these things and totally. everybody's going to jump on board because yes it's like you the child thing yourself yeah yeah but you're going to make really ugly ones and they're going to look horrible <laughs> but if you can download them from this place and that place and all of a sudden you can have your custom header your custom footer with a layout like it'll be so easy for newbies i think it's a hundred percent open the market up yeah and I, I think once they uh kind of build in the capacity for the um the the layout library that they have um the pre pre-made layouts to also incorporate headers and stuff like that because they, they they've been releasing those template packs with custom headers and everything yeah but you have to download and upload and import um you do and you actually have to do it in a different way than you've ever done before so i think oh, that's one thing that will catch people up on is you can't just go to the divi library up <laughs> like import it it doesn't work that way. You have to go into the builder and import it directly in the builder. So I think that might catch a few people out initially. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, what was I saying? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> making you lose your train of thought. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's totally fine. Um, yeah, so what I was saying was uh, they'll eventually have that built in to where you can just... Yeah. Uh, use a header layout that they've come out with, which will make things which really will be easy. amazing. Yeah, like, because that'll be huge. Using the Divi Builder inside of a header, it's not a, it's not extremely easy to design with because there's a lot there. And I actually ran into this when I released two of my plugins, Divi Bars and Divi Mega Pro, where you're using the Divi Builder, but you're using it in a, yeah. a small area, and it could be yeah. tricky. And so, you know, I created a bunch of templates and stuff to make it easier. Um, and I think that's what people, when they're building a, uh, like a header menu from scratch, it's like, oh, this, like Sarah said, it, this looks terrible. <laughs> you know, there's yeah. like so much there. And so I think the more templates that they come out with and stuff like that, it's going to make it easier because it's always easier to customize yeah. than it is to create from scratch with, you know. Something. Yeah. And once they expand the modules, it'll like, uh, like I say, like it's coming, like it's good now. It's going to be great. Like, yeah. You can make it work right now. And especially if you just want a really simple menu, but you can definitely I mean, make it work right now. Even if you just think comparing 3.0 to 1.0, it was hugely improved. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I have no reservations that it's going to get even more badass. And I, yeah. I like it because I, I think we recently had it, uh, an episode where we were talking about different page builders and that my biggest thing was how they like to target DIYers, but when you need CSS code to do things, that's not really targeting DIYers. So this is more in line with that. If that's, you know, yeah. most, I know they don't just target DIYers, but that's a big, a big part of the market. So I think I'm happy for DIYers for them that this is, this yeah. stuff is coming out. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It'll be yeah. really cool to see how they kind of continue building this out and making it more and more powerful. And the new, like I, I'm excited for the, the, the feature where you can make any section row or module sticky and, you know, with additional. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Stuff. Cause I've had to like hack some things to have like a sidebar kind of stay static, that kind of thing. So I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. And, and what do you guys think? Oh, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. 
I was just going to say, what do you think about the idea of, I'm, I really like it, but I'm wondering what other people think around the idea of now, say your header and your footer lives in this whole other section. And so if you're using the Visual Builder, for example, uh, I don't know if it's the Visual Builder. I only work in the back-end Visual Builder, so I'm not 100% sure about the front-end. But um, you now don't see the header and the footer, which I kind of like. I like that it's separate, and I like it compared to Page Builder Everywhere because you do see it in page builder everywhere, but it looks real whacked out. Like things don't always look <laughs> quite right. And so I always have to explain to clients, oh, don't worry about this. That's fine. Like, don't worry about that. Um, whereas now I kind of like that it's all separate, but it makes me wonder for say newbies, whether they would prefer to see everything all together. Does that make oh sense? yeah. I guess I never really realized that, that it doesn't um, allow you to, to see it when you're in the live or in the, the visual builder. Um, what are you talking about still? Well, like if you did a custom header and a custom footer, for example, so say in the past you might have used for your footer, you might have hidden the footer and then done a global module of a footer. Oh, uh -huh. And you made that global and you just put that onto every single page. Mm -hmm. You would see that footer every time you interacted with a page. Now that footer has completely disappeared. And so that, could, that footer now lives over in the, in the builder area. And so when you're oh. editing a page, you don't see the footer anymore, oh, which okay. I personally kind of like because it separates it all out and it leaves confusion where my clients aren't going to start like mucking around with stuff. Yeah. But I wondered if other people would find that disappointing. I, I can see the benefit to that because I don't really, well, I know when I'm designing, I'm not really paying attention to the header I, I just so much. try on my local site, I'm on just a sample page and I still do see the header and footer. It's just oh. not, it's just not editable. Um, oh. like I can't edit it. So I don't know if maybe that Why was something I feel they like it disappeared. Oh, well, I take it back. Sorry. Maybe it's a, a that circumstance. Last five maybe there's I a know. circumstance. I went on for ages about that. <laughs> um, however, one thing though, I think that's kind of related to that is like right now, I, I, what I'm seeing on my screen, I'm on a sample page. I can edit the, the visual builder. Uh, the page content, but I'm, I can't edit the header and footer. Cause like you said, Sarah, you have to yeah. go into the other section to edit it. Um, and I think one thing they'll probably do, which would is kind of in line with, I know for sure Beaver has it this way with their theme builder. I'm not sure about Elementor, but with Beaver builder, if you're on a page, you there's yeah. a drop down that says like enable Beaver builder. And if you hover over that, if you have a custom header, it'll say uh, it'll drop down and basically give the option to customize the header or customize the page so right there yes. when you're on the page from the admin bar you have the ability to switch back and forth between the two so that way you know it kind of has that uh that visual cue yeah. that oh you can customize even if it the just header. had like when you hovered over your footer it like it kind of like lightened or something and said this is a global element click here and it like took you over on a right. separate page yeah. or like even something simple where yeah. it referenced because i know page builder everywhere if you've got a module inside of a module then when you go into the top level module and you click on the purple box it takes you over to edit it which is fabulous like that is the smartest functionality that those guys came out with as a partner. yeah that would be cool or so even, even something like that or even if you could edit it on the page there, of course, they'd have to have prompts <laughs> that says like, this is, global, this is global. So like you're about to edit everything. Cause if you think about like, yeah, I want to say like the, um, the classic or legacy global, you know, I mean, it's still in yeah. there, but, um, yeah. you could have a global footer in the builder 
you had to manually add it to each page, but you could do create a global footer using the global module um, or make the section global or whatever. And then when you would edit it, it would update everything automatically. And that's essentially what we're talking about here. So I imagine yeah. they, they might do that in the future, but with a warning that tells them you're, you know, yeah. you're about to edit everything across <laughs> your site. You would definitely want a warning <laughs> and you'd want to like be able to disable it for clients. Yeah, exactly. That's useful. a good point. So yeah, I think this is kind of just lays the foundation and then, based off of feedback and stuff like that, they're going to continue to, to add in those, yeah. those features and functionality. And so stuff. one thing I haven't played around with hugely, but I'm really looking forward to is the post editor. So the idea of being able to, I think I missed it the other day because I went to try and play with it and I couldn't find the content module. Um, and so I couldn't work out how to uh, figure it out, but that oh, idea like where of the content to, would be. Yeah. Like they, they have like a module that's, it's called like content module or post content or something like that. And so that you can make a layout for posts. And then when your client goes and fills in the, co in the content, they just use the normal builder. Like they don't use the, huh, builder. That's interesting. they just kind of like plug in the text and it puts all the things in the right spot. So it puts the heading in the right spot. It puts the image in the right spot. It puts that the content fancy. in the right spot. It puts the sidebar wherever you want to end that the major, major, major benefit around that is that, a year down the track, two years down the track, you decide you want to relay out your blog posts. You just go like, go into the builder area, reshape everything around. And all of a sudden your whole history has changed. Whereas, right, you just do it once. Wow. Yeah. To this point, yeah. if some, if you decide to do that, you kind of have to say to your client, well, let's just leave the old <laughs> blog posts as they are and start from today kind of thing, because it's too much effort to go back to every single blog post in the past. So I'm probably the most excited about that moving forward but I haven't actually played with it because, okay. I so one I realized thing I did, that was there. I just saw a blog post about, I'm pretty sure they've added it. But one thing I have noticed is there are some things that are only available in the builder area. So I went to kind of play around with stuff. Often when I go to build custom areas, I do it on a page and then I just save it so oh, that right. I can use it somewhere else. So I went to go kind of make stuff in a page and then I was going to somehow just save it and then add it to the builder. But what I've noticed is there's some things like that are only available in the builder area. Uh, like the theme builder? To, yeah. So okay, for yeah. example, the blog, the blog module. So I went to kind of play around with the blog module and I was looking at their tutorial and they were saying, you just turn on the thing that says this page's um, posts. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, there's no button. I don't understand. There's no button. And then I went into the builder area and it was like the module was completely different. And all of a sudden it had a button, but it was yeah. the same module, but if you're in a different area. So I half suspect that there's some stuff that I've been trying to do outside the builder, but it's actually inside the builder. And I didn't realize. So yeah, no, that's interesting for sure. Yeah. Cause I think the, like the header, cause they, they made a new like uh, header module or menu module or whatever or it's a, they slightly changed it or whatever. Um, Cause I think before it was only a full width menu module. Now they have like one that's standard, oh, okay. but I think that yep. probably only shows up if you're in the theme builder, in the builder. Creating, creating a custom header. Yeah. And my guess is the content module, I was looking for it out and it's actually in the builder area. Right. Gotcha. That's my guess um, because it, I, I certainly didn't see it, but I'm almost certain I saw a blog post just a day or so ago 
talking about that content module, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, that's really cool. Now, one thing I'm wondering about in either uh, Sarah, Leslie, you guys know, or uh, someone in our live chat may know. So it's, as we mentioned, using the theme builder and creating a custom header is completely optional. You can continue using the yeah. previous header, default header for as long as you want, um, at least at this point. Um, however, what I'm wondering is, say you want to use it but maybe you only want to use it for, or I'm sorry, you want to use a custom header only for blog posts. Can you do that to where yes. the default header will continue showing on everything else? Yes. And then you just assign a custom header that's just for blog you posts, can. for example. However, be warned. So this <laughs> is where I came across big problems was the fact that, yes, you can do that, but you have to build it yourself. And so if you have a, so I, I did start to try and play with this idea, right? Where I just wanted to do it on my blog posts, but my menu was one of the ones where it comes in from the side. So then I couldn't use a custom header on my blog posts because I had to use, I couldn't have it look different and I couldn't rebuild what was on the main one. So yes, you can, but you would want it to look really custom or you would want to be able to recreate exactly what your regular menu looks right. like. So just kind of be aware that, it really does impact that side of yeah. things. And the other thing that just be aware of, and maybe they fixed it on the point releases, when I tried it um, on that site and I saw so I added um, custom headers and stuff, I then removed them and something got stuck and I could not <laughs> get it to go back to the way it was before. So it's not a simple, like, I guess my biggest recommendation out of this is do it on staging or do it on a non-live site yeah. and be ready for the idea that you play with it, you put stuff in, and then you might need to revert your version of Divi to actually get it to unhook from, and maybe the new version is fine and maybe that's yeah, not a problem. But for yeah. me, I put it in and then I couldn't work. I, I just couldn't get rid of it without reverting Divi. So just be aware that you, it's not like something you can just go play with and then, undo necessarily at the moment yeah and something you just said i think uh shows that uh page builder everywhere specifically still has a lot of use because um you can basically yes. you can create your own custom header but i think page builder everywhere if i'm not mistaken will allow you to insert something on top of like a default mm -hmm. header so not yeah, having to do a whole custom header you can just, go right. above the header replacing and the below. header below the header above the content below the content Footer. And so the theme builder doesn't allow you to do options. that. You have to just no. do a, a whole new header or nothing at all. You can't. That's right. And yeah. it's replacing your header. You get no choice around like, leave my header there and add this extra thing. It's right. like, that's it. So basically, unless you can replicate the header that you really want to have, you can't use the header module. You have to use the content module and you can't use the content module on regular pages because it replaces your main content. So unless you can use something like a content like module in there, like you just can't. And so I think at the moment that really kind of limits you around how you can use it at the moment. And like you say, Page Builder Everywhere still has a really big place for people who want to leave their head up, but add to it. Yeah. They basically want to inject content areas and, you know, in certain places above yeah. or below whatever yeah and and nancy just mentioned in the chat with the footer if you do a custom footer it will remove the bottom bar so you can't just have no. a custom footer but then still have the default bottom the bar, bar which for a lot of people is great because a lot of people don't know how to get rid of that so for, <laughs> for some people like that's a bonus that you can but for some people if you wanted to keep it there you just have to remember that you have to add an extra row 
or an extra section that has that bottom bar if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, on the upside, cool. it will allow you to make the date more functional. So that's a good thing. Yeah, with the using like dynamic content. Update. Yeah, yeah, yeah and because before you'd have to do a PHP snippet or something like that but yeah, yeah that's cool um yeah. yeah so i think it's what it's going to come down to is a combination of new like header and footer and all that layout templates coming out as well as like features to kind of replace what was in the default header like slide yeah. in and uh like vertical like can you even do it you can't really do a vertical header right that's i don't even know if that's functionality oh yeah available. is that still an option I didn't, I didn't i didn't think so yeah, I because with the default menu, it's in the header settings and the customizer, but in the theme builder, like making a vertical header. I think, it's... okay, so there's another option for someone who makes plugins. Like another thing that you could make <laughs> is, <laughs> I can't make them, so whoever gets there first, um, so make <laughs> a new header module that people can use and the header module you want to give a whole bunch of different options of like the layout but then i think you also want to give options for space between items you want to give options for like slashes you want to give options for hovers versus like underlines imagine all the things that someone could come out with hello tim get going cash, cash, cash. and then people can like be able to fully customize the header people would go crazy over that crazy yeah, i'd be the no, first I, one to buy it i agree i personally like knowing that they'll they'll probably come out with that eventually themselves i think they will come out with parts of that i don't think they're going to go the whole hog of like being able to really allow you to yeah. have so much more custom like being able to change the spaces between yeah i can do that with css but a lot of other people can't do that and they just want to be able to like spread it spread out, out. yeah they want to be able to do that yeah little little things little like that underline yeah. hovers and I, yes i think they will add things i do yeah but i think they're going to take a really long time to get to the point where that's you true. can really customize your header and i think people would love it yeah no that, that's a good point having all those customizations and effects yeah. and stuff built in that we see common and it's just a module the, like then yeah. you just add it to this global space but you can customize all these things. Like I think people will go crazy for it. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need CSS. I love CSS, but I know that a lot of people who watch this and a lot of people who come to Divi, you know, that's a little bit out of their realm of comfort zone. And these days you don't necessarily need a lot of CSS. So the more we can eliminate that for people, the more that people are going to be able to be empowered to do more with Divi, which I think is a, only a positive thing. Oh yeah. That, and that's always elegant themes. Kind of one of their core values is empowering people to be able to do more. Um, yeah. So y'all mentioned, um, header layouts that those might start coming out. Tim, did you happen to ask if the marketplace is next or if it's ever coming out or no, it's, it's coming out soon. Okay. Uh, you know, it kept getting delayed. Uh, you know, they okay. just had other things that they had to concentrate on, but it's, it's coming. Um, he doesn't have any firm, uh, dates, but, um, I would say based off of my impressions Maybe in the coming months, yeah, oh. I'd say early next year. Um, again, that's not official by any means. He didn't, you, know, Nick, <laughs> you heard it from Tim. Just kidding. <laughs> Nick, Nick and the team are, they're very careful Nick, of, of putting yeah. any dates out there, sharing any information that's not, you know, supposed to be public. Um, but it is, it is coming soon. Okay. 
probably not before the end of the year, but yeah. Um, so no, that'll be really cool because that will open up, um, the opportunities for third party product creators and even, uh, product creators that maybe they don't want to launch a full blown store, like, like, uh, Divi life or Divi space or whatever, but maybe they just have a header module or or, I'm sorry, a header layout they want to sell or a header. Yeah, That would be perfect for me (laughs) because I only have like two products and I don't think I'm going to be doing any more child themes, but I mean, obviously I'd have to learn, dive deeper into the visual builder to be able to do layouts, but I'm interested in doing that. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it's going to be great. And like, so a lot of people, I get two lots of clients. So one lot of clients is people who want a custom designed website. They don't want to have to do anything with are my main clients. But then I have this subset of clients who are basically DIYers who come to me and say, I've kind of got like 70% of the way there, but I just can't work out how to finish it those clients, this stuff is going to be amazing for because those are the ones who kind of go, I don't really know how to install a template and I don't even know where to look for one. I don't like the elegant themes ones, but what company should I look at? Who can I trust? Like those are the constant questions that I get. So I think being able to have it all built in and me being able to say, why don't you check out these few? Like that's going to be huge. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because the the elegant themes layouts are are really well designed, but they're they all kind of fit within a a specific style, which I personally like the yeah. style. Not everyone does, and um, or you might it just a certain product might not you know fit that that current style. And so it's yeah, it's kind having... of like that for everyone, right? Like elegant themes yeah. ones are very very similar to each other, but so are all the other places. Like you go to Gino's store, I don't know if he's still doing them, but his were all very similar to each other. Yes, they had like little bits of changes or whatever. And then Nathan Deval's ones, uh, what's his one called? Be Superfly. Yeah, Be Superfly. Again, they have a very similar look. So it's more about being able to go, well, I align with these guys the most. Now let me look through their stuff. But finding them, it's hard. Same thing with my child themes. They're all designed by my one designer and so yeah. you know, it doesn't matter how so much i push them the to make them different. Mine look completely the different so <laughs> yeah no it's, it's most of mine are gone now so. yeah and, and uh, the elegant themes ones they have a team of designers but they're all managed through kenny singh and so yeah, yeah they all kind of have a, a certain fit in a certain design direction and style uh, and, and that's the thing too, because people would say when Elegant Themes kind of launched their Divi design initiative and, you know, started pumping out the layouts, people were like, oh, the third party child theme and layout market is dead. It's like, no, yeah. because no. like they're, they're providing a lot of free resources to get people started, but like it's design. Like, the, I mean, like there is a recent post in unlimited the design options you can do. What's that? There was a recent post of someone was like, um, said something like, is there anything else besides the 140 free layouts or something like that? And somebody commented like just the 140 free layouts. Like that's a lot to choose from. But yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and they're going to continue to put those out. And, um, but yeah, there's still plenty of room for people to create, you know, unique yeah. designs. And, and now with a the theme builder, now there's all these different categories of designs too, headers and footers. And I think layouts are a really interesting thing and maybe it's for another day but like I've had a few clients who come to me they can't afford a custom design and I've said hey go check out these layouts I'm happy to kind of help you if you pick one I'll install it you can fill it with content I'll fix it up you know that kind of thing and every time it just never looks very good by the time they've put their content in their content doesn't match the same shapes and you know I just I don't know I think there's a place for layouts 
And I think yeah. it's a starting place, but I also think sometimes it almost causes more problems than it's worth. Yeah, it's almost can be a crutch, um, maybe a hindrance sometimes, because yeah. then you're you're you start making the content to go conform to the design, which is really yeah. not good UX. That's not really the way it should be done. It should be the other yeah. way around. Um, but you know, if that's if you're a DIYer, that's you know maybe that's, that's right. the best it can. And get it for is you. a better place to start than a blank Divi. Yeah install because no yeah. one ever does well with a blank divi install unless you're a designer yeah so i think i still think well, it's and even that, me, but... like today when i was playing around um you know it gives you the choice to start from scratch you get those three boxes start mm-hmm. from scratch pick a layout i was like and i was like mm, i should start from scratch but i don't know where anything is so i'm gonna do start with a template start with a yeah. path so <laughs> yeah yeah uh i think someone could do an entire course on teaching people oh. how to adapt <laughs> content to an existing design. Cause yeah, like, that it's actually, a, yeah. that'd be really useful. Yeah. Cause I, I, I agree that it should be reverse, but like, I think it can yeah. be done, but you have to know what to do. Cause people will know like, this doesn't look right. It looks yeah. like a template with content switched out, yeah. which is what it is. Yeah. But it's like, what, what makes it look so out of place, you know, and there's yeah. you know, the color schemes of the photos and stuff. And, and there is ways to adapt it, but it is, you know, a lot of work. And it's almost like if you could have the design chops enough to adapt content to a design, it's like, well, then you might as well just design from scratch at that point. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. We do, for some clients, I think we end up at that point where I'm like the amount of work I'm doing to rearrange all this stuff, like, right. Yeah. It right. Looks horrible <laughs> and we really should have just started from scratch. And it makes me angry that they are not willing to spend the extra money because they end up with like a half-baked product. But that's where some people are at. And I get when you're starting a new business, you don't have a lot of money and that's just where it is. And that's fine. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I feel really mixed about layouts. I think they're fabulous. And I also think that they cause more issues than they're good for. Yeah. I, I think they fit more. I don't know. I, 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 I could see, um, I, I think as a starting point, because for some people, they don't know maybe how to lay out a web page and actually yeah. envision what it should look like. And so giving them a starting point is a huge helpful thing and they end up fully customizing it and it ends up looking nothing like what they started with but that's okay because it gave them the foundation to be able to do that that which they you know might not have been able to do without it type of thing so yeah yeah i think that's what it's there for right for the diy yeah yeah exactly and to be able to customize and stuff Uh, um yeah and miro says layouts are great for inspiration totally agree um, awesome. Yeah. I think we got a little bit sidetracked from Divi 4.0. No, it's okay. It was a great discussion. It was helpful. Um, but yeah, any other impressions or maybe things that we're, um, hoping they add into Divi 4.0? Uh, well, I know, um, I haven't really had a chance to play with the Woo and I know that came out before this mm. theme builder, but, um, I saw some posts where people were like, you know, that's not exactly what they were expecting for the Woo Builder. Have y'all played with it? And what, especially you, Tim, because you have that um, child theme. Yeah, correct. Um, so I haven't adapted the child theme for the custom Woo stuff yet. Uh, I'm going to wait for Royal Commerce 2.0. But um, yeah, from what I've heard, the Woo modules, um, there's still a lot that's, I don't want to say missing, but I guess could be added. And I think I remember <laughs> um, them saying over the weekend that they have like 16 more Woo modules that they're going to be adding soon. Oh, wow. 
So basically yes. it's like all those little tiny parts of a WooCommerce product page or a WooCommerce checkout page. Cause I don't think they give you any customization ability over checkout and cart pages yet. Because okay. I, I have tutorials for Woo and I have been struggling on whether I should take them down or are they still needed? But from what I can tell, they're, they're still totally usable. Um, and they yeah. still work anyway, so I'm not going to remove them just yet, but yeah, for sure. And, and, and still some people, they might not want to build an entire custom product page. It's like, they just want to change yeah. this one thing. So your tutorial right. like, will do the trick. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, yeah, I haven't thing. played with it at all yet. Like I had just haven't bothered because I feel like I just felt like it was too early. So I just didn't even bother, but I've used injectors for Woo before and they've worked really great. So I can only imagine that it's going to be that but better yeah. in the future and again once you can buy layouts for woo where it's already custom built for right. you and you can exactly. just install it like that's gonna be fabulous and i'm gonna be on board with that because we'll be able to install it in kind of the arrangement we want and then recolor it or refont it or whatever yeah absolutely it's gonna be fabulous but i haven't bothered yet because i just yeah. figure exactly and i think there's a, <laughs> there's a market for people to recreate kind of more the default looks and simple looks so mm. then people can take it and just customize it. Cause there's always, there's times yeah. where you're like, oh, I really want this down here instead of up yeah. here. Yeah. A lot of times it's just positioning. It's not right. even necessarily yeah. as deep as style or design. It's just yeah. where you want things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you can't really, you know, do positioning like that with CSS. You, you know, you could do yeah. it like with the WooCommerce hook. That's like, that's tricky. So it's like, so if you're out there point. thinking, I don't have any money. I need to make some money. We have given you about like 10 ideas about how you can make some money. So exactly. go and create all these things and then we can buy them from you and use yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just create like the default WooCommerce That's stuff. That's right. In the Sell it for five bucks and people will be on board. <laughs> yeah. No, that, but be, like, but be ready for support. The more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, shoot, I launch it. <laughs> quick, Tim, quick. <laughs> we shouldn't have recorded live. Yeah, exactly. Tim's over there buying domains. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, I had to cut myself off from buying domains. I own too many domains. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I think we have the right amount of time for Yay. final thoughts, which I feel like we kind of got away from. Which I think I hosted the last one or two, so it's probably my fault, but. Um, any final thoughts having to do with Divi 4.0 and the theme builder, WooCommerce builder, dynamic content? Because now they're all kind of, and the, actually that's a, a thing worth pointing out is the theme builder, and Nick mentioned this in the release post, so this is not new information, but it is cool that features that they released like way earlier are now actually becoming extremely useful. Like WooCommerce modules was pretty recent, but it it was kind of halfway there because until you were able to actually assign a product template to be used by all of them, it's like, well, what are you going to do? If you have 300 products, yeah. you're going to manually go yeah. and create, you know, it's like then, the blog thing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, so that, and then dynamic content too, now is more and more powerful with the theme builder. So it's kind of cool to see all those things now, yeah. like, it's the kind of thing that's the, all the controls are there and it's so powerful that like, I feel like yeah. there's new ways to use all those things that like no one's even I was done just before. Thinking like property websites and like, you know, other, like other custom post types, like imagine kind of mucking around with those. That would be really fun. Yeah, yeah like totally. Estate, have a real estate and it'll probably save you money because a lot of those places you have to buy the like base thing, but then you have to buy the thing that lets you lay out all the different bits of it. So you would probably yeah. just be able to buy the base part of it and then lay it out yourself. So that would be really cool. Yeah, definitely. And, and I'm Excited like thinking of, 
of ways to use these new features with my own products and do, you know, tutorials on it and stuff. Cause it just opens up yes. so many possibilities. Uh, like dynamic content is like, and I feel like, I like it, but I feel like there's never the thing I'm looking for. Like anytime I try to do dynamic content, I'm like, shouldn't this be a dynamic content thing? And it's not. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so I never get to use it. But yeah. Yeah, someone no, in their true. group saying that they use it and they love it. So, you know. Yeah. And Josh Collier <laughs> just mentioned dynamic content wasn't that useful until now. I, I totally agree. Because <laughs> dynamic content, I remember when I first started WordPress, like WordPress has dynamic content built in, like old school WordPress. And like, it, I remember trying to figure out, like wrap my head around, okay, well, like some content is edited over here. And then like your sidebar content is edited way over here. And then your header is customizing the theme options. And it was like, so confusing, like WordPress. I'm like, what the heck? Why is it so funky? Like, why isn't there one place to do that? And like, <laughs> Yeah. And now like Divi's bringing dynamic content, but they are making it. So there is, you know, a lot fewer places to edit all that stuff. Yeah. So anyways, final thoughts. <laughs> all right. My final thoughts are that if you're going to play around with it, I do recommend it. I think it's really fun. I think it's really exciting. I think the future is super exciting and I'm very excited for it to come. But if you're <laughs> going to play around with it, I would recommend doing it not on your live site. Do it on staging where you can play with it. If you undo it, double check that it didn't like cause any issues. If you need to roll back, make some saves so that, you know, you can feel confident that you can make some changes and then come back to them if you need to. But I do say like play around with it. And my ultimate verdict is I'm super excited. No, I'm not going to roll it out on any current sites, but yes, I'm going to start trying to use it on some of my new ones. And I'm excited about the possibility of less plugins. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, you, my final thought is, well, I guess just mainly to others like me who have been still using the classic builder, um, this may be the time to kind of pull the trigger and be like, you know what, maybe I'll give it more of a shot. I do feel, I, I, I remember, I think they said that the classic builder wasn't going anywhere anytime soon. I feel like it's going to need to go at some point. It just, it yeah. doesn't make sense to keep it in the long run. Um, so I don't know, but I, I could be totally wrong. I'm just speculating. Um, but I think if, if you're a classic builder now might be the time or maybe even 4.1 or 4.2, but this version definitely has a lot more punch with this being able to to handle everything without- And you can injectors. still use block mode. Yeah. Like you don't have to use the visual mode. So you can use the new Divi builder yeah, in block mode and it's really not that- different yeah. yeah it looks pretty what, much the same they just uh, it's just that the cogwheel more modern style. Used, i think the three lines have turned into a cogwheel like it's you know it's not super mind you i have updated for some clients and they've freaked out they've been like <laughs> it looks so out. different yeah. it, and i'm it, like does it it does take up more to me vertical space where before yeah. like the the section rows and modules like the colored part were kind of stacked horizontally yeah. so then yeah. you were able to fit more in a tinier like vertical area and the colors now... changed and some of the icons changed like i do get that it has changed but if you are willing to go from the old one to the new one in block mode i think most people will find it's okay it's not too crazy yeah exactly um i oh, agree and i do want to add something i think i i didn't see any new icons but i would really like some new icons and a bigger mm. library 
Um, I mean, I, maybe a not quick integration in, for other icons. Yeah, like, maybe not like, buy Font Awesome and put it in there, but something just yeah. more. Like it's just part of the thing. Well, I'm gonna do David and Corey's job for them. They have a, a killer do. icon, a plugin that <laughs> integrates it and allows you to upload custom stuff. So there's a few icon plugins. There's I've had the most experience with, and it is really awesome over at Divi dot space. Um, well, for my final thought, I would kind of just echo what these ladies so wisely said, you know, try it out, uh, on a test site. Um, you know, don't just go and click the update button. I actually have a tutorial on Divi life where I talk about, um, the proper way to update to Divi 4.0 or really update. I like your step anything. one. <laughs> wait. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was step, just zero. Don't. step, zero. step, step zero. Step zero was wait a few weeks. And yeah. And then when you are ready, like, you know, uh, backup, staging site, test, 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 like those types of things. So, um, But like these guys have said, like updating it isn't the end of the world. If you don't plan to use the new features, you're not going right. to stuff much up. So yes, of course, use staging, but don't be too afraid of updating. Just don't then go and play with these new features on your live site. Yeah, definitely. And then last thing I want to say is um, read and watch the tutorials on elegantthemes.com. Their content team, they're putting out amazing yeah. stuff like they always yeah. do. And these guys, Jason Champagne, um, uh, BJ, uh, Donjit, uh, sorry if I'm leaving anyone out, they're paid full time to make amazing things with Divi yeah. and then write blog posts about it. So they're, they don't just show you the basic stuff. Like they take it and take it further and they do an amazing job. And yeah. so I feel like keeping up with those will kind of show you what's possible and be like, Oh, I didn't realize that you could do that with 4.0. Like that's amazing. Yeah. So if you want really good inspiration, even if you don't replicate exactly what's in their tutorial, it's really and great. Even if you don't want to do, even if you don't want to do a step-by-step -step follow their thing, they always provide the layout so you can just import it. Yeah. So totally. Yeah. I think the layouts are a great way to have a play around on a non-live site, import some layouts, see what they've created, have a play. Yeah. And I, I feel like we get so spoiled by elegant themes with the layouts they come out with and then all the tutorials because they're so consistent. It's hard to keep up. And then it's like when you go back and like actually have time to look at it, you're like, holy cow, like that was an amazing tutorial. Like they did such a good job on that. Um, and so I feel like because there's so many, they get less and less attention. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot there, a lot you can learn from. Yeah, I agree. I've been going there a lot since it came out just to kind of check out how you do things. And I followed their thing to be able to make the archive pages work. I wouldn't have been able to figure it out on my own. Yeah, so I don't think I, I would have either. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All righty. Well, that concludes this episode of Divi Chat. If uh, you want to learn more, go to divi.chat or subscribe on YouTube, uh, iTunes podcast, Google Play, Spotify, uh, lots of episodes. This was episode 142. Two, I think, right? So that means we have mm -hmm. 141 other episodes that you can learn from. <laughs> and if you are feeling awesome and want to give us a review, we would highly, highly appreciate that because that helps us get discovered in the podcast repository or whatever you want to call it. So yeah, that's it. Thank you everyone for tuning in live. A special thanks to our live viewers here and uh, take care. Bye-bye.